to inspire and reward billions of business souls to gamify their life, to share products and services they care deeply about, so they experience the magical power of referral marketing. Welcome to the next episode of the Naxon Podcast. I'm Gail, and I'm here with CEO Ben Dixon, and today we're going to talk about some of the biggest mistakes that you're making in direct selling. We need to uncover the common pitfalls and mistakes that we need that happen in direct selling because by identifying these mistakes, we can learn from them and pave the way for greater success. So I'd love to hear Sir Ben's thoughts about this. Go ahead, yeah. Sir. You know, when we think about some of the biggest mistakes people make in direct selling companies today, I, I still see lots of clients who haven't put together a proper onboarding process. You know, if someone brand new enrolls as an ambassador or affiliate or promoter for your company and your whole onboarding process is an email that says, hey, thanks for signing up. Here's your here's your, here's the link to log in. And that's it. Uh, you're missing the boat, gang, um, whether it's email automation or text message automation or proper training videos or or giving them the tools they need to run on. There is so much more to a proper onboarding process today. When you don't have a great onboarding process, you, you literally leave it up to chance. You leave it up to attrition. You leave it up to the win because there's no expectation set. There's no proper expectations at all. And so and you, you're you're literally hoping that maybe your fuel leaders will onboard them properly. Right. And that's not enough today. And so you, you have to put in the work to put together the video training, to put in the marketing tools and the systems, and to really get a track and a path for people to follow. I'll, I'll share that here at Naxum, our clients are having the most success with creating daily habits so that someone who enrolls watches a video right away about what to do in your first 24 hours and then downloads a mobile app and commits to habits every single day of how many people they're going to reach out to, how many they're going to follow up with, how many minutes a day they're going to spend watching training, and how many times they're going to share on social media. And inside of the platform, that is opening the doors for them to understand some expectations about what they should be doing inside of the space and, and giving them a track to run on. I completely agree. And I think a lot of the times we forget that the onboarding process is your first impression, basically, to somebody yeah. new on the team. And if mm -hmm. you don't set that foundation, it basically gives them a reason not to continue doing what they need to do in order to win. And mm -hmm. this leads to the common misconceptions that we recently talked about in another episode. So it gives off that misconception that it, it it's messy or something or just gives the connotation that it that your system there's no system or there's a messy system in place so by implementing a structured onboarding process you equip your team members with the knowledge and the tools that they need to thrive in the business so it it really mm -hmm. needs to be there and it, and leaders need to implement that properly and by using tools like what we have here at Nexum, they are equipped to do that and they get impressed first off, right off the bat that, oh, exactly. this is a company that's reliable or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, someone who's actually put some thought into a career path, like, oh, wow, there's a path to run on here. Like, that's impressive. Mm -hmm. It also is a good point is it, it helps them know that their friends can do this too. You know, one of the biggest challenges is if you have a sloppy onboarding process, people sit there and they're like, well, you know, my friend right. John can't do this. And my friend Sam, he'd never make it here, you know. But then when you have this really clean, slick onboarding process that just allows you to move into success, you're like, gosh, even Sam could do this. Like it makes it easy motivated. for you to invite mm -hmm. your friends. 
Yeah, and you and you 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 see success even for your friends. You're like, oh, not only can I do this. Wow, I think I bet you my friend Sam and my 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 friend Jackie could do this too. Like, man, they could do it. If if I can do it, they can do it. And that's that's that viral growth. It's all subconscious that that you want to create. Definitely agreed. The second point is um, expecting the field to be something they're not. Another common mistake mm. is having unrealistic expectations of your sales force. Remember, I, yeah. I this is something that we've been repeating over and over on this podcast and the DSEF and our different carousels on social media. You're running a volunteer yeah. army. You need to, you yeah. can't expect that everybody will have the same level of experience, skills, or commitment reality is you know the commitment is there you need to set clear and realistic expectations for the team taking into account their individual strengths and limitations and by understanding and appreciating and rewarding each of these unique qualities you can create a supportive and productive environment that leads to success well and i see this all the time so it's once again it's companies who like at the end of the day what should we expect our ambassadors to be I would say just fans of you. Right. <laughs> like at the end of the day, all this ambassador is is a is a fan of your company's products and services and who mm-hmm. you, and your vision. That's who they are. They're a fan. They're a fan enough to say, "I'd like to promote you." Are they a professional salesperson? Probably not. Are they a professional social media influencer? Probably not. Are they a copywriter? Probably not. Are they <laughs> are they a closer? Likely not. The, the, these may not be their gifts. They're probably a a dentist or a or, or a nurse or a landscape architect or a school teacher or all these other things in their life. You're their side gig. Uh, you're not their full-time Sorry. occupation. They're they're a stay-at-home mom. Uh, they are a stay-at-home dad. They are a financial planner. They're all these other things, and but they're a fan of you and have said, you know what? I, I'd like to be an ambassador. I'd like to promote you. And so when you expect them to just be a fan of you and you're going to do the work to give them the systems and the tools and the training for the other parts of the business. Now you can have traction because you're, you're creating a system that works with what they have and not a system that doesn't work with what they, they that's with what they're missing. You know, that, and that's the other, the key is that you don't always get this right, right off the bat. And, and I have found that a lot of companies are, are not tracking the information they need to track. You know, most companies run off of transactional data. They look at sales, subscriptions, enrollments, and try and virally grow the company from there. And they're missing the point. Beyond sales, enrollments, and subscriptions, that's only part of your pipeline. That's the result. That's the end. Your pipeline is how many webinars were hosted and who attended, how many landing pages were opted into, how many samples were handed out. There's all these leading indicators in your world that lead to someone becoming a customer, lead to someone becoming a subscriber. And then even then, there's leading indicators of the leading indicators. Gail and I like to call them predictive actions. They're the, how many text messages were sent out to, to get someone to claim a sample? How many posts on social media were made to get someone to come to a webinar? And so I have encouraged your peers, and if you're listening to the show today, to expand their tracking and their view of their pipeline to not just transactional data, but to their predictive actions and to their, to their, their leading indicators as well, so that they can make better decisions. And exactly. if, if you'd like to learn more about that, um, you know, we've put together a deck that we could put in the show notes as well, that you could book a time even for 10, 15 minutes uh, with our team. We would love uh, to walk you, th- walk you through the insights report from the DSEF about viral growth. It's all about how we use data for making decisions as executives. And it's a complete different reframe of how to think from what's traditional. It's wildly different, 
but it works. And I have found that even dysfunctional teams in direct sales, maybe you're here listening to this podcast and you're like, I'm the only one, Ben. I'm the only one, Gail. Uh, everyone else on my team thinks it's this way and I can't get them on the same page. I have found that this this deck, this information that takes about 10 minutes to digest is even getting dysfunctional teams that are not on the same page to get on the same page about initiatives uh, to grow a referral marketing company. And so if you'd like to see that live or watch a, a copy of that deck, um, please do check out the information in the show notes below and we'll go from there. Thank you so much for having me here today, Gail. It was a pleasure to be on the show with you. Thank you for your thoughts, Ben. And each time we have these podcasts, it's such a great way to discuss these important things that people need to discuss in the direct selling field. And by avoiding these mistakes, you significantly impact the growth and success of your direct selling business. And by prioritizing a comprehensive onboarding process, setting realistic expectations of your team, and diligently tracking and analyzing your data the right way with the right tools, you position yourself for sustainable growth and profitability. So you can listen to the rest of the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We do live streams every Wednesday. And if you're interested in hearing executives talk in the space, please watch our live streams every Thursdays. And we also have them on YouTube. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.